Sarah. Yes, Kristen. Yes, Kristen. Welcome to everybody. This is a bonus episode of Womenology. Are you excited? Because we had to do this one. We got this letter last night or early this morning, and I was mm-hmm. so fired up. <laughs> and then I sent it to Sarah, and Sarah responded, and her response was sort of fired up. And I'm like, we have to do this now. We can't yeah. sit on this. Plus, this is sort of a time-sensitive question, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. The bonus episode that we're doing is we're going to start with the the letter, a letter that we got from a reader. Mm-hmm. And boy, oh boy. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? Sure. Okay. So Audrey writes, hi, Kristen and Sarah. Over a week ago, I matched with a guy on Bumble. We'll call him Connor. We exchanged a few messages and then he asked me out for pizza. We met a few days later for pizza, and I really enjoyed talking to him. We went out again a few days later, and then we had our third date last night. He began to probe me for my relationship history, and I tried to keep my responses light. He asked about my last relationship, and I just said it was a few years ago. We dated for 11 months, and then he moved away. He starts asking questions about how many guys I've dated in the past. Then he asks how many sex partners I've had. I was taken aback because I didn't think it was good etiquette to ask a lady that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Sure. 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 Go with that. Sure. I disclose. Sure. It's an etiquette issue. Sure. Um, (laughs) I disclose that my count is likely around 100 men. Now, okay, I'm going to stop here and say, that did give me pause. (laughs) Like, I stopped there for a second. I'm like, oh, she told, not that that she'd been with 100 men, but that she told him. The, the honest answer. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's notable. That's notable. I disclosed yeah. that my count is likely around 100 men. I've never actually counted, so I could be off by a few. He was blown away by that response. And he said that, uh, let me say, he said that he's only had sex with eight women. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure, Jan. Mm-hmm. He asked me what it was like to have had so many sex partners. Okay. Again, you know, mm, take a pause. <laughs> he asked what me, kind of question is that it, it's it's not a question it's a fucking insult but i, I digress mean, let's keep going he asked me what it was like to have had so many sex partners and the conversation started to make me feel uneasy sure <laughs> understandably <laughs> i had sex with connor on the second date and he told me that he didn't feel special anymore <sighs> wow so you got it everyone take a breath <laughs> okay <laughs> I had, okay. And he didn't feel special anymore after finding out I had sex with around 100 men. Stop saying it. (laughs) Stop saying 100 men. Mm -hmm. He believes sex should be reserved for people you care about. Oh, and I'm sure he was just totally in love with her when he had sex with her on the second date. Right. He believes sex should be reserved for people you care about and sex should be meaningful. He said that he imagined that the girl he someday marries to have had about 20 sex partners. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. So I get this text today from Connor. He says that he wants to discuss the future with me. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. He wants to talk to me in person on Sunday. I agreed to that, but I don't have a good feeling about Sunday's meeting. I texted him to say, I feel like you don't like me anymore since you found out that I've had sex with a lot of guys. Oh my God, stop talking about it. (laughs) And he responded with, of course, I still like you as a person, but finding that was definitely a big a big deal for me. I can't talk right now. I'm in class. Let's talk Sunday. I was kind of offended and hurt by that. I thought when you love someone that it wouldn't matter what their sexual past was like. 
A hundred doesn't seem that high to me, to be honest. I'm 32 and I've been having sex since I was 16. A hundred divided by 16 would mean I've had about six sex partners per year. So I don't see why this should be a big thing. So my question is, should I meet him on Sunday? Thank you. That's the question? Apparently. Okay. Jesus <laughs> motherfucking Christ. Where do we start with this one? Uh, let, let, uh, hold on. Hold on. You know what? Okay. Hold yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. This is a good place to start. <laughs> I did. I did nail it. Yeah. So, okay. Now, I'm just going to preface this by saying Sarah wrote a kick-ass response to this, and I'm going to be posting it on womenologypod.com. So definitely read her response. She's going to get into some of what she wrote here, but definitely read that response. Yeah, we'll do it, we'll do it abbreviated. We'll do a highlight reel. Um, I, <laughs> I had this initial response in my head that was the siren, <laughs> right? And I was like, oh, my God. Oh my God, this is a monster. <laughs> um, because obviously he's he's gotten in her head, right? Mm-hmm. Like she is internalizing some of his hangups and shame. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious that he has them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I want to say, uh, as you mentioned, I don't really believe him. I think eight is, is probably low if they're both... 32 or even like within that range Mm -hmm. um but it's not impossible like it it might it might be that he's had a series of very long relationships so maybe his number is eight Mm -hmm. um and maybe that's why he's asking because if you are in a series of very long relationships starting when you're 16 like you don't really have like you don't have a sense of everyone else's number right or like how much sex everyone else is having (laughs) um so i i think in some ways uh a series of very long relationships can kind of stunt you Mm -hmm. um but of course there there are you know benefits if that is the case Mm um i I don't know though i have no idea what this guy's deal is Mm -hmm. i have no idea um like where this judginess is coming from i am gonna assume uh given given the fact that the alias is connor (laughs) i am gonna assume that this guy is white yeah you think (laughs) and i think given what else we know about him it's highly possible that like you know maybe he's maybe he's from a small town maybe all like maybe everyone he went to high school with married their high school sweethearts and so he thinks eight is really a lot uh maybe he's from a religious background you know we we just we don't know where this is coming from it's also possible that he is a monster and like he's he's just misogynist (laughs) he's just it's possible he's just judging you because of internalized misogyny well um yeah go ahead a couple things are, are jumping out at me well, a couple jesus christ my head my face just my feel. face is bruised <laughs> my face is bruised from all the things jumping out so they met for pizza which um look man if you're gonna ask me all these questions you better be buying me more than fucking pizza and i don't care how awful that makes me sound but they meet for pizza and he has to get to class 
Now, right. how old is this guy? See, that's my thought is this guy's younger. He's either younger or, like I said, he's he's emotionally stunted <laughs> because he's had eight sex partners and he's still in school. Right. But let's <laughs> let's think about the fact that he's saying sex is meaningful to him and he you know what what is the what is the what are the gems the nuggets in here he wanted to feel special he wanted to feel special and sex is that's he, another reason i know he's white they were, exactly and he wanted <laughs> he needs to feel special <laughs> he wants the sex to mean something and okay but like you banged her on the second date right and and look right who knows maybe he's being a hypocrite he's being a hypocrite and she's not seeing that. Yeah. Right? She's not seeing yeah, that. I, yeah. She, she's definitely, like I said, she's she's internalizing some of the shame that he's projecting here. Yeah. And she's not seeing the inconsistent logic, which right. is concerning because, and this is what we do, and this is what we've done for so long, is this fear that a man will slut shame us if we have sex too soon and we don't stop and go, well, wait, but- we're not doing, we're not having sex by ourselves. So right. if they're going to judge us for what they're doing, like, aren't they bad? Isn't that make them bad people? And ladies, the answer is yes. Yes, it does make them bad people for doing that. <laughs> it does, but it's also, it's just so ingrained in our culture. I, I don't say that by way of offering an excuse mm-hmm. for this behavior, but I, I just, I get, I kind of get where it's coming from at least. Well, also he says, he said that he imagined that the girl he someday marries to have had about 20 sex partners. Okay. I, I feel that's a weird thing I, to have thought about. I feel the need to remind both Audrey and the readers. It's been three dates. Yeah. Why is yeah. he talking like this? And something about this feels almost very intentionally manipulative and abusive. Like these, this is all the signs that this guy's an abuser. Well, I don't know about that. I, I, he might be, like I said, he might be a monster. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but there definitely is. And I, I alluded to this in my written response. There definitely is like a, a, a hastening of intimacy here that I think, made both of them feel too comfortable right because she gave her real number and he gave his real response yeah yeah was that like a a, was that a a sense of intimacy or does he just have no filters it could be both yeah uh i don't know i I do get i there are there are two big things though mm -hmm. that make me suspect that they're they've both rushed into this uh, one is sh- she let slip. Well, when you love someone, their sexual past shouldn't matter, which is true. But you shouldn't love someone after three dates, <laughs> right? So, I, I like I, I, I understand people have chemistry, whatever. And and again, to be clear, like this, I'm not judging about the sex. Have sex on date one, I don't care. But. I will judge you if you're in love after three days. You're doing it wrong. Right. And well, we don't know that she's saying I'm in love with him. I think she might be talking sort of uh, abstractly 
Like, I, you well, know, when you love someone, it doesn't. Pause. It, it, the statement definitely gives pause. No, I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus, the statement, this entire letter gives pause. Not just because this guy sounds emotionally stunted, immature, manipulative, slut-shamey, dismissive, and passive-aggressive. And, oh yeah, completely without law. He he completely lacks logic. And that he can say these things with such a plum and not expect her to go, (laughs) but you, you did it too. Like, what are you talking about? Right. You know, the... The other thing was the feeling special thing, right? Because he's, that's very... White man? Well, it's very white man, and it's like, will you... My my dude. (laughs) You're not (laughs) special. Dude, it's in the syllabus. (laughs) You're not special, because it's been three days. It's been three days. (laughs) Yes. So, everything about this, everything about this... Okay? Everything. There isn't one aspect to this situation that doesn't set off alarm bells. And so the question that she has about, well, should I meet up with him? I don't like the idea. Who the hell does this guy think he is to be scheduling some sort of sit-down with her? Um, <laughs> I didn't, I'm not sure that's what it is. It might be that, but I... I kind of thought that that was him just healthily trying to space out the contact. Huh. Uh, I we're not going to know until Sunday. Right. And so, Audrey, you, be- please you better go. be writing. You better write us back. <laughs> we want to know exactly what happened. Um, of course, I still like you as a person, but finding that was definitely a big deal for me. I can't talk right now. I'm in class. Let's talk Sunday. I agreed to that. What did he? What, how did he phrase this? Whatever it is. So I get this text today from Connor. He says that he wants to discuss the future with, say it with me, Sarah. It's been three dates. Yeah. That too. Like, and I agree with you. You you said it. There's this false intimacy from the start. And I think that's that's contributing to this. Like you said, they're far too comfortable with each other and being far too intimate too quickly. And not physically. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, I had someone in the comments on Instagram last week or the week before say, what was it? It was, uh, it was a recent post about um, something we talked about, something we recently talked about uh, on one of the shows about something had to do with sex. And one of the women responded and said, women should value themselves more. And I'm like, no, 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 no. More than what? We're not going to do that. (laughs) We're not going to do that. You know, um, it's not her fault that he decided to be a a jerk and that he treated her. I'm trying to to find out, uh, remember what we, uh, what it was. Yeah, I wonder what we were talking about. Because we don't really talk about sex that much. We really don't talk about it that much. Hold on, I'm I'm, I'm looking for it. Um, if women would just value themselves more and demand respect and set the appropriate boundaries, men would not behave, be behaving so badly. Yeah, that's not our job, right? It, it is not our job to, uh, to like, not, like, to, to, 
like not mm-hmm. have sex with somebody and to keep a man in line. You know, like what we do with our bodies is about what's right for us. I mean, I I have to agree that in general, women should respect themselves more and they should listen to their guts more. But where I diverge is, like you said, in, in the notion of like, well, my behavior dictates his behavior. Right. Nope. Nope. It doesn't. It doesn't. And that's just a way to excuse men for bad behavior. And we've been doing that for too long. And what, yeah, this is what else she says. Too many women sleeping with men too, way too quickly. And you know what? I'm going to call this bullshit out when I see it. This has nothing to do with these women thinking women need to quote unquote value themselves more. This has to do with women like this, making comments like this, feeling threatened by women who have sex when they want rather than on a timetable they think is appropriate to a man. Because that's what Mm -hmm. she does. That's what this woman does. And if there are more women out there having sex you know, f- more, more liberally, then it's going to be harder for her to use yeah, sex, to weaponize <laughs> sex, which is what yeah. people like this do. So uh, fuck that guy. And Audrey, you have to let us know. I want to know. Please, please meet with him on Sunday. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I personally think this just all feels very, I want to make you, I'm going to make you worry. I'm going to make you overthink yeah. this. Yes. Just everything about this guy just screams abuser to me. Emotionally. I don't, do you sense that he wants to, that he's being super dramatic and wants to meet just to break up? Because I don't think it's that. I think he's trying to shame her. I think he's trying to make her insecure so that when they do see each other on Sunday, like the whole thing here, this entire thing is a guy trying to make a woman so insecure that she will be easier to manage and manipulate. Right. Like he's, after three dates, he's already living rent free in her head. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's doing that on purpose, but he is doing that. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I think this is where we're gonna diverge. I do think he's doing it on purpose. I do think he's right. intentionally trying to fuck with her to make her feel bad okay. because he's angry that she's not, you know, quote unquote pure or whatever. Whatever. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> what an asshole. Um, um, yeah. So please meet with him on Sunday. Uh, and as soon as you get home, I want you to write in and tell us what happened. So Audrey, yeah. that's your homework for the weekend. We want to know. We're gonna. I'll, I'll bother you. I will bug you. I will email you. <laughs> and I probably have your phone number too because I recognize the email address as someone who's registered for an event. So I will call you. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't cross wow. that boundary. That's. <laughs> I won't do that. <laughs> but do let us know and really just go into it realizing that this guy has absolutely no right to this information. He has no, no. right to tell you what is right or wrong for you or for any woman. He can decide what to do with his body. He doesn't get to decide for anybody else. And yeah. please be aware that some that these things that he's saying are inconsistent and illogical. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Can we, can we talk uh, briefly about 
the right way to handle this question if it comes up again. <laughs> and you and I too, we're going to, we're going to split on this one, but go ahead. I know what, what's, what do you think your answer is? Well, I think there's a, there are a couple things you could do. Uh, in my view, the right answer is something a tad more polite than none of your business. Well, 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 okay. <laughs> um, but the answer really is none of your business. Um, however, <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously better if you can deliver that more diplomatically than right. that. Um, so I'll think about that. I'll think about how I can sandwich that somehow. Um, but I, I was told one time I got a, a bit of advice from a man whore <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that when a man asks a woman this question, the correct answer for the woman to say is always seven. <laughs> that's what i was right. told and there's, <laughs> do with that what you will <laughs> there's this mental threshold with the number seven i i guess it's just something that works with people like you said earlier it's it's sort of like a magic number it's a it's a good number lucky. it's a lucky number it's yeah. it sits well with people it's it's a very simple number whereas nine is and then there's eight and you know what do you, you know what i mean i'm, I'm drawing with my, I my finger so I get that. Um, my take on this is if someone a ever asked me, I would say, why do you want to know? Why is that important to you? Yeah. And their response better be damn good. And it, 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 and really there is no response because once you put it back on them, right? Like once you put that back and say, can I, can I ask why you, you would want to know that? Yeah. There's only a couple only a reasons. Couple reasons and it's not to make conversation. So you're right. asking for a reason and turn it around on them really to see how they like it. Like, Hey, so how you feel right now, that's how I feel. So let's yeah. just move on. But frankly, if anybody asked me that question, if I weren't involved with someone, if, like we're talking, this weren't months into a relationship. If someone dared to ask me a question like that after only dating them like a month or two, that would give me serious pause. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, I think I would probably say something like, I'm not keeping a list, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, if if there are any health concerns that come up, I promise I'll let you right. know. And, and, and if they say, well, you know, it's just like a health thing, I'll just say... I get tested every six months. Everything's cool. Mm -hmm. And if they're like, uh-huh, then you know it's not a health <laughs> issue. And this is that is such a bullshit excuse when people say, but it's it's a health reason. Nope, because you could have sex with one person or a hundred people and you still run the risk. Yeah. Like one person, you could still yeah. be exposed. And even if they've only had sex with, let's say, two or three people and that, that shit can lie dormant for God knows how long. You don't know. None of this, yeah. no discussion is going to prevent you from getting an STD. Frankly, nothing will. You know, a condom certainly helps, uh, but nothing will, with, ex with the exception of abstinence. So right. you heard it here first, <laughs> folks. It's abstinence only. <laughs> That's what we endorse. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> GOP sponsor us. Uh, okay. So the, what's the next one? What the next one? 
the upstairs oh, neighbor. Okay. Woof. So this is a clear <laughs> prudence letter. Do you want? Do you have it up? Have it up. It. Go for it. Help! Should I narc on the illegal tenant living in my attic? One of the owners in my building, E, has rented out her storage unit in the attic to X. This is against the rules of our homeowners association, and E did not ask permission. We only heard after X moved in, so the HOA decided to give X six months to find alternate housing because we didn't want to leave her homeless. X has tried to convince us to let her stay several times. We've told her it's nothing personal. We don't want anybody living in the attic. We will not change our minds, and we don't want to discuss this further. And I'd like to speak to the manager. (laughs) She wrote a letter in which she begged us to stay, and she delivered a copy personally to us and to the tenants of the two other apartments. In the letter, we are painted as the bad guys who are selfishly denying her living space in a very expensive city booting her from the first place that felt like home to her. All the other renters, or sorry, all the other owners rent out their apartments. So I assume the tenants don't know the situation. They've moved in recently and we are hosting a potluck dinner in two weeks so we can get to know each other. I heard X chatting in the hallway with one of them and they seem to be on very friendly terms. One of the tenants asked me why I haven't invited X and what I have against her. Reasonable. (laughs) The last time I spoke with X about this issue, I explained, one of the reasons we don't want the space rented out permanently is that it's right above our toddler's bedroom. Ever since she learned this, she started playing loud music after midnight twice in a week's time. This never happened once before. (laughs) Please, do you have any idea what I can do? Do I have to invite her to the potluck? I have no leverage with X because we promised her she could stay six months. Four months to go, and E is very uncooperative because she wants the additional income and works abroad, so she'll be no help if X refuses to move out or continues the nightly musical disturbances. Yeah. That's rough, Karen. What a tough life. Tough Tough. life, lady. And, (laughs) you know, not for anything, but you did let her say she could live there for six months, and you are having a potluck, but you don't invite her. You're just, you're just, that's right. Petty, (laughs) petty. And it's the holidays. And well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know when this letter came in, but you're just being petty and boohoo, put a white noise machine in your darling toddler's room and let the baby suck it up. Yeah. I mean, that's easy for us to say because we don't have children. I like, I, I try to be sympathetic to people who complain about their baby's not sleeping and, and stuff like that. But this isn't a baby. Yeah. This is a toddler. Yeah. So they're, they're going to need to learn to sleep through yeah. other people and existing. Yes, I'm so sure her toddler, as soon as she puts the toddler to bed, the toddler just sleeps through the night. Right? Please. <laughs> I hear they do that. At eight, they wake up at eight. Oh, my God. It's like magic. So you know what? The real reason that this woman doesn't want this other woman X living in the attic is because it inconveniences her. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, if she had said, look, that's a yeah. fire hazard, or there could be a asbestos in there, or whatever, that's different. But you know, if, if it's between that or someone being homeless, I mean, it doesn't like just be a decent human being. Does it infringe on right? your living on your quality of life in any way could you guys get in trouble 
or is this rule that was made up made up by this fictitious stupid board that you have like are you all going to get fined for it who made up this rule is it like the city that's one thing but is it like a little rule that you and the other friggin you know little people in other bodies on your little on your on your little board is it something that you all decided because if so you know what that means it means you can also change the rule Mm. Mm. right yeah you can also change it if you wanted to yeah and yeah there are a few legitimate reasons not to want this person living in the attic but none of them are the one that she said right. <laughs> right which is that it it might one day bother her toddler right she even admits that so far right. it hasn't but it could well, Jesus Christ, I could cross oh, and get hit by a bus. Does that mean I should stay inside? Yeah, this letter just, it, it, yeah, it just, it just, it's dripping with privilege. Absolutely. It's so it gross, is gross how she seems to think this person wants to live in the attic, first of all. This person doesn't want to right. live in your attic. She has to live in your right. attic. She can't afford to live anywhere right. else. Like, do you like? Do you think that if she had a choice between her own like small studio apartment where she had her own like independence and privacy, do you think she wants to live in some little like cramped room? No, she's forced to before economic reasons or who the hell else knows why she's there. It could be something else. But if it doesn't infringe on your quality of life and it doesn't break any you know city or state codes just shut up and let her live there what's the big deal well uh, yeah i i think even if it does <laughs> violate code it's still none of your it's business still none of your business this other person is renting them out let that person have to deal with your little mag- imaginary board uh, and stay out of it if it doesn't interfere in your life shut up Mind your business. Right. You just, you're just a, not a nice person. Not hard. <laughs> not, just a nice not a person. nice person. This is a totally different response than Prudence, by the way. <laughs> what did Prudence so, say? <laughs> Prudence was like, oh, this is, this is probably a fire hazard. I get why you don't want this person living there. Just pretend it's the fire hazard. I mean, not for anything, but yeah, okay. like if you are gonna if you are gonna try and present a case, present one that's reasonable, not you might keep my toddler up. Well, yeah, right. No one no one, no one cares about, about that. How about that? No. I don't wanna I don't no. wanna break your heart, but the world doesn't revolve around no. your darling child. And if I sound bitter, I don't know. I don't think I'm bitter. I because I, I never wanted kids. It's just this idea. Uh, I was in the elevator a few weeks ago. <laughs> I was taking a dog back home, and this kid, this young toddler, maybe two, three years old, <laughs> just just punches me. What? Just punches me. Punches yeah. you? Like just punches me in the arm, and I just kind of stood there, and then the and the, and the mother goes, Chase, and do you think she looked at hmm. me and said, "I'm so sorry"? No. And she kind of like laughed like, wow. oh, Chase, no, you don't laugh because your, your child's obnoxious. Like, wow. And if someone yeah, says, that's... oh, but they're just a kid. Nope. No, because even a two or three year old 
knows not to punch strangers, you asshole. Yeah, if you're not embarrassed I'm by that. Humiliated by that. I hate Because it's such a reflection <laughs> on your parenting. Yeah. You just yeah. let your kid do whatever he wants because, oh, he's just so cute. Nope. No. No, he's, he's not, not that cute. Yes, either. he's not that cute. <laughs> not cute exactly. enough to get away with that. All right. Sarah, do we have anything else? Woo! He's right. Oh, guess Man. what? <laughs> guess what? A little nudge finally blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been blocked oh. by somebody in a really long time. <laughs> Oh, she man. posted once again about how some guy put in his profile, you know, my real age is blah, blah, blah. And he went into some sort of explanation. And she went on another mm-hmm. one of her, a lie is still a lie. And I replied and I said, yeah. you literally email people pretending to be somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't, care, she for didn't care for that. And I said, the only difference between <laughs> what you do and what this guy's doing <laughs> is that you financially benefit from what you do. It's not, and I said, it's not a lie if he's telling you the truth. <laughs> what you're doing is an actual lie. And I'm like, the yeah, she's, she's just a catfish right, for pay. Mental right? gymnastics. <laughs> she, she does to try and justify pretending to be somebody else <laughs> and writing their emails. Listen, Cyrano, that was that was a story and it was cute when it was a story, but when it's real and it's functional people that are able to write these emails who either a are too busy or don't think they should have to, or B just too stupid to breathe. (laughs) Like it's not cute. No, I do like that. She blocked me. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you like that? I'm hurt. I just think it's, like, why do you think it's funny? Because it is funny. It's objectively funny. <laughs> are, you, are you taking a dig at me? No. You sure? Because it feels like it. <laughs> uh, no. I, <laughs> I like that she blocked you because I think it's funny anytime that someone blocks someone else. Without a good reason. I have to admit, I have blocked one person, um, but in my defense, uh, he was he was defending George Zimmerman. So. so that was it. But other than something like that, I mean, yeah, it's it's funny. It's always funny to me when, when someone... Right, and, they, she, and she deleted the comment. So no, if that doesn't make you look like you know you're doing something wrong, <laughs> I don't know what does. But yeah. These coaches who offer to write your emails or write your... I remember when people used to try and hire me to write their profiles and I wouldn't do it. And I would say it's dishonest and they're going to be able to tell right away that the voice in your profile is not the voice in the email. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. In any case, this was lovely. I will get this up. Uh, This should be going up on Friday morning. Audrey, we want to hear from you. We do. We want to know how we do. And uh, yay for the bonus episode. Sarah, do you have anything? 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 Enjoy the compliment. Enjoy that compliment. And uh, we will see you. Follow us on the things, Womanology Pod. Rate us on iTunes. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Be a patron. Do whatever you got to do. Become a patron. And to, we have a, I have a workshop coming up next Wednesday okay. called 
master online dating apps without losing your mind. And uh, we're also doing a promotion. My, uh, my trauma recovery organization is doing a promotion where we're doing sessions uh, for only $25. Nice. To, because it's, this is a rough time of year and we want to make ourselves accessible. So that's going to be going up on kristenmarashio.com. And there's already a link on womenologypod.com to just click coaching to get to that site. But uh, yeah, this is a tough time of year and we're here for you.